It's Duffy's Tavern, brought to you transcribed by the National Broadcasting Company with Charlie Cantor as Finnegan, Hazel Sherman as Miss Duffy, Fat Pichon at the piano, and starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Quiet, everybody. Hello, Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meets the Archie the manager speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. I sound a little tired. Well, it's been a rough night, you know. For the last three hours, I've been throwing Herbie the midget out of the joint. Why does it take so long? Uh, well, it's uh, kind of windy outside, and Herbie keeps blowing back in. <laughs> but leave it to me, Duffy. He won't blow back here no more. I finally slid him out the door, rolled him over to the gutter, and lashed him to Moriarty. <laughs> what else is new? Oh, oh, I got a surprise. Uh, one of my old grammar school teachers is coming down here tonight. Yeah, Teresa Tompkins. Uh-huh. Old turkey neck herself. <laughs> what? That's a disrespectful thing to say? Well, uh, all right. If any turkeys is listening in, I apologize. <laughs> Huh? Well, she's making a tour to check up on her old pupils, so she's been visiting Manhattan, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Leavenworth. <coughs> yeah. yeah, she's got pupils everywhere, in medicine, in science, in solitary. <laughs> huh? Well, look, I'll call you back. Uh, Miss Duffy. Yeah? Uh, guess who's coming down here tonight? Well, can you give me a hint? Well... Leave us say that she has put more ideas in me head than any other woman. Who is it, Peaches Latour, the striptease? <laughs> Miss Duffy, I'm referring to teaching, not basic training. <laughs> it's uh, Miss Tompkins from me grammar school, me old tutress. <laughs> and a dame that learned me everything that I know. And you know what she's doing now? Hiding. No, she's paying a visit to all the former pupils of the class of 6A, you know, to see how we've turned out Well, why don't you turn on the radio and just listen to police call? Good old Tompkins, a real school mom, you know, the kind with the, with the black taffeta dress and the high collar and the leg of lamb sleeves and the pinched nose glasses and... Hanging from her neck, you know, the little cameo brooch. And dangling from her wrist, the little rubber hose. <laughs> no, Miss Duffy, Miss Tompkins never spanked me with no rubber hose. What did she use? Well, she knew that I liked to travel, so she used to wrap up a blackjack in an old National Geographic magazine. <laughs> Teresa Tompkins. Oh, old turkey neck herself. <laughs> turkey neck. Is that what they call them? Well, just be kind of back, of course. And, and Fats, guess who gave it a name? You little devil, you. <laughs> of course, I had a couple of other names for her, but uh, Turkey Neck was the only one I could write on a blackboard. Well, well, didn't she know your handwriting? I tricked her. I wrote it left-handed. <laughs> you know, incognito. <laughs> yeah, the name stuck to the old bat all these years. Well, enough of them cherished memories. 
Time to spick and span up the joint. This place looks like a graveyard. Uh, oh, what? Oh, hiya, Finnegan. Uh, what's new in the world? Yours or ours? <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I hear old Turkey Neck Tompkins is coming down here tonight. That's right. Uh, boy, how I hate that thing. <laughs> I hate it. All day long she'd pick on me, always nagging. Clifton, let me see your nails. Clifton, where are your shoes? <laughs> Clifton, stop chewing tobacco. <laughs> Clifton, you forgot to shave again. <laughs> Anybody, I think I was married to the thing. Well, you could have been. You were just about the age for each other. Uh, and another thing, she was always keeping me after school. Uh, like the time just before summer vacation when she says to me, Clifton, you stay after school and don't dare leave this room until you can think some nice thoughts about your teacher. Well? How would you like to spend July and August in a deserted schoolhouse? <laughs> well, tell me, uh, why did she keep you after school? Oh, for nothing, Archie. You remember Lana Quat Fossil? <laughs> Lana Quat Fossil, uh, Which Lana Quat Fossil was that? Uh, you know, the one from Washington Avenue. Oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the big skinny bow-legged dame. Yeah, yeah, the one that played the cello. <laughs> With them legs, what else? Uh, well, uh, remember how her mother always used to wash her hair with kerosene? Yeah? Well, uh, I used to sit right behind her, so uh, one day during geography, I happened to be lighting the cigar. Hey. The cigar and the kerosene. Finnegan, don't tell me you crematoried the dame. Why, certainly not. I, uh, I wouldn't do a thing like that. Oh, that's good. I just gave her a singe. <laughs> but, Finnegan, how did you put the fire out? Oh, that's where I was smart. Yeah, I, huh? I had the presence of mind to spill the ink well over her head. <laughs> and a little thing like that got old turkey neck mad? Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine getting mad over a little spilled ink? <laughs> Well, maybe she wanted to be a lesson. She wanted to teach you not to waste things. Oh, the ink wasn't wasted. If I had to write something, I'd dip me pen in Lana's head. Well, irregardless of whether or not we like turkey neck or otherwise, uh, leave us trying to show it at the time we wasted what it was not in vain. Hey, wait a minute. What are you sneering at, Miss Duffy? This is a free country. I got a right to sneer, ain't I? Look, with a school teacher coming down here tonight, if you don't mind, we'd like to avoid the use of the word ain't. Oh, yeah, what should I have said? You should have said, I got a right to sneer, isn't. Uh, <laughs> I got a right to sneer, aren't. Aren't. Uh. And another thing, the use of whom and who. <laughs> Look at who's criticizing. Look at whom is criticizing. <laughs> Besides, I ain't just criticizing, I'm telling you. There, you said it yourself. I ain't just criticizing. But you notice I was careful to use it after an adverb. 
Not after a potter pistol. <laughs> what do you think I studied all them years for? <laughs> all uh, them years for. What's so funny? You just ended a sentence with a preposition. That's all I had left over. Oh, Archie, what you don't know about grammar would fill a book. Oh, yeah? Swim, swam, swum. What's that? Who knows? It's grammar. <laughs> and tonight I want everybody in the joint to use as much grammar as possible. Now, let's see. When Tompkins walks in, she'll probably say good evening to you, Archie. Now, what do I say? Uh... Swim, swam, swam. Don't be smart. Let me see. I could say, uh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Here I am, Archie. Oh. <laughs> What's the use? Oh, Archie, who are you trying to fool? Don't you think your teacher knows what everybody else knows? What? That PS4 turned out nothing but bum. Stuffy, that statement could be construed as libelous. Lots of them guys went on to big things in life from PS4. Granville Schultz, for instance, started as a humble shadrow packer at the Fulton Fish Market. What is he today? The top spot in pickled herring. And Buddy Priceman. Merely the head of the music department for the Salvation Army. <laughs> and speaking of armies, what about Top Sergeant Skinny Ryan? Skinny Ryan? They kicked him out of the army. Oh, yeah, but why? The government's been disposing of surplus army goods since 1945. Skinny was disposing of them two years before the war was over. <laughs> Guy was way ahead of his time. <laughs> You're telling me that PS4 guy's just a bunch of bums. Uh, hey, Arch, remember that song I wrote for the school? Uh, the school song? Yeah, well, let me, let, how'd it go again? Oh, don't you remember? The old PS4 with blood and gore Diana will come true for We'll bring the fame within every game Three cheers for Herbert Hoofer. Herbert Hoofer? That was the only thing that it rhymed. <laughs> maybe you better play your school song. I just found joy. I'm as happy as a baby boy, a baby boy. With another brand new choo-choo toy. When I'm with my sweet Lorraine, Lorraine. A pair of eyes that are bluer than the summer sky, the summer sky. When you see them, you will realize why I love my sweet Lorraine. When it's raining, I don't miss the sun, cause it's in my baby's smile. And to think I'm the lucky one that will lead her down the aisle. Each night I pray that no one will steal her heart away. Just can't wait until that lucky day when I marry sweet Lorraine.
Uh, Miss Tompkins should be here any minute now. Uh, how far did you get with dust in the tables? A layer and a half. But the dirt wasn't that deep. Then how come I'm beginning to find Confederate money? <laughs> Probably old tips. We used to have a nearsighted waiter during the Civil War. <clears throat> you mean we're going to eat off the table tonight? Yeah, which reminds me, I want you to watch your table manners. What do you mean? I mean, in case Miss Tompkins asked you to pass your plate, it don't mean that she wants you to take your teeth out. <clears throat> and no calling a turkey neck to her face, too. Uh, incidentally, Miss Duffy, you could watch your etiquette a little, too. And what's wrong with my etiquette? I happen to watch you at lunch today. So what? When dunking a donut, it is considered improper to submerge below the elbow. After all, we're not boiling coffee around here just to de-sterilize your meat hooks. Uh, another thing I forgot, Fats, by now the old lady must be pretty rickety and shaky, so try to find her a steady chair, you know, one with at least three legs. Okay, see, how old is she, anyhow? Oh, Fats, she's got antique jewelry. Well, lots of people got antique jewelry. She got hers when it was new. <laughs> Wait a minute, speak of the devil. Here she comes now. Well, Archie, after all these years... Well, 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 if it ain't Miss Tompkins. Isn't. <laughs> it isn't, Miss Tompkins? Of course it is. Well, make up your mind, will you? Of course, I'm glad to see you again, uh, isn't it? It certainly is. And my, how you've grown up. Thank you. Where's the little Archie that I used to hold on my lap? If I maybe pardon the fat joke, uh, where's the lap you used to hold me on? Mm. Uh, tell me, Archie, are you married? No, sir, still a Benedictine. <laughs> I always said if I if I don't marry Miss Tompkins, I ain't gonna marry nobody. What? Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, I isn't gonna marry nobody. <laughs> well, tell me, Archie, are you still keeping up with your reading? Oh, carnivorously. <laughs> uh, mostly the classics, of course. The classics. Yeah, the classics, you know, them little books with no pictures and a small type. Oh, Byron and Tennyson, Sheets, Kelly, Socrates, Aristotle. At the moment, I happen to be reading Plustarch's Lives. Yeah, I, I love them, them books, them, them classics. Hey, Art! Well... Well, if it isn't Clifton Finnegan. Well, look who's here. Hiya, Tutty Neck. <laughs> look, how can you be such a jerk? Now apologize to the teacher immediately. Well, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Just a minute. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry, Tutty Neck. <laughs> Mr. Finnegan. Don't you realize that it's rude to make fun of people's infirmities? 
Do you think that Miss Tompkins asked Mother Nature for a face that looks like a road map of Mongolia? <laughs> Uh, by the way, Miss Tompkins, did you ever find out who wrote uh, Turkey Neck Tompkins on the blackboard that day? No, but if I ever do, I'll give him the whipping of his life. Uh-huh. Got any clues who done it? Only one. Whoever wrote it was a moron. Just a second. Uh, <laughs> how do you know? By the way, he spelled turkey. T-O-I-K-E-Y. Uh-huh. Well, them was the days, wasn't they? Uh, I look, Miss Tompkins. Uh, I got a bone to pick with you. Running and use your head. This is a different kind of a bone. Uh, Miss Tompkins, uh, you made me pretty mad one day. I didn't do a thing and you made me sit with a girl to punish me. That was to punish the girl. <laughs> Well, either way, it was very embarrassing. Incidentally, Miss Tompkins, I often wonder what happened that dame you used to make me sit with. Uh, well, who was that? What was her name again? Uh, uh, oh, uh, Henrietta Krauss. Henrietta Krauss? Remember the redhead that was always showing off? Oh, yes. I saw Henrietta about a year ago. She's married and has 12 children. Mm-hmm. Well, once a show-off, always a show-off. <laughs> and, and whatever happened to that dame that used to sit next to her, you know, the little Greek dame that was always peeling bananas and putting them in the aisles? Mm, Poinsettia Popolis? Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. I saw her just last week. She's working at the Gaiety Burlesque. Still peeling them and putting them in the aisles. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Another way of taking it off. <laughs> yeah, Miss Tompkins, there's nothing like a sense of humor. <laughs> there's nothing like yours. Thank Say, you. Mr. Archie. Uh, oh, uh, yes, Meadows. The cuisine has been served, Your Majesty. Well, top hole, Meadows, uh, in honor of our guest, I trust you have prepared a real delicacy? It's so delicate we have to talcum it every half hour. <laughs> That's delicate, huh? Uh, breast of pig's feet? <laughs> On the glass, naturally. Well, they sound very tasty, Montgomery. Uh, how do they smell? Why do you think I put them on the glass? <laughs> well, Miss Tompkins, shall we while away to the table and uh, bloat ourselves on goodies? Archie, <coughs> don't try to fool me. What do you mean? All this big talk. It's quite obvious that this place is nothing but a dirty dive. Just a second. I resent that. Do you deny it? No, but I resent it. <laughs> it happens that all this dirt that you see around here is just a decoy. This is uh, really a high-class intellectual joint. Now, take tonight. Do you know what we're having here? A dust storm? <laughs> no. An open forum, a round-table discussion group. Does that hit you between the cerebellums? An open forum here. The openest. Uh, we discuss nothing but international affairs, you know, things like foreign policies, uh, 
the problem of feeding the plebiscites. Uh, <laughs> which way Baffinland will go, to the right or to the left? Uh, things like why Coolidge won't run. Uh, uh, and the, uh, the Ubangi problem, will they be helped or hindered by the bottleneck? You know, it's what we call our Duffy's Tavern round table discussion. I see. Sort of an information please with flies. Yeah, that's right. Hey, that's pretty sharp for school, Mom. I'm glad that all that teaching ain't stunted your mentals. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun to have you sit in with our board of experts. Fats, remember, if you get stuck on one of them international questions, all you have to do is what all the commentators do when they get stuck. What's that? Well, you say very confidentially, uh, my only answer to this question is, uh, leave us keep our eyes on the Balkans. What happens in the Balkans? Nothing. There's too many eyes on them. <laughs> hey, look, I, hey, can I get in on this open forum? And again, this is a round table. It is not open to squares. <laughs> Yeah, but look, I, I want to show off in front of Turkey Neck, too. Well, okay, but lay off that Turkey Neck. If the dame ever found out I was the guy that wrote it on the blackboard, she'd malfeast me. Okay, Arch. Okay, now hand me the gravel. Oh, here it is. Thank you. <laughs> Quiet, please. Uh, now, fellow intellectuals, Duffy's Tavern, uh, round table, open discussion, open forum, will now go into confinement. <laughs> Our board of experts tonight consists of Miss Duffy, Civilian Defense Authority, uh, well known for her activities during practice blackouts. <laughs> Mr. Clifton Finnegan, expert on the Far East and author of 25 Ways to Throw a Yo-Yo. <laughs> And our special guest tonight, Miss Teresa Tompkins, courtesy of the Board of Education. Now, Miss Tompkins' opinions are her own, and she bears no resemblance to any person living or dead. <laughs> now, our first question comes from Africa, from the nearsighted big game hunter, No Toes Johnson. <laughs> Mr. Johnson wants to know who should control the Suez Canal. Miss Duffy? Oh, well, uh, I think a fair division would be to split the Suez between the Atlantic and the Pacific. <laughs> the Atlantic and Pacific? Uh, are you inferring to the ocean or to the tea company? <laughs> yes. A well-taken point, Miss Duffy. But on the other hand, is it not true that the Suez, in that case, would be subject to sanctions, which, in turn, would be subject to the gold standard, thus weakening southern Europe or the soft underbelly of Winston Churchill? <laughs> Does that answer your question, Mr. Finnegan? Yes, yes, but uh, I still say that I'm in favor of statehood for Saskatchewan. <laughs> disagree. I'll go along with that. Finnegan, you've just disagreed with yourself. Can you think of anyone who's better qualified? 
Well, but, gentlemen, don't forget we have to watch the wind to see which way the straws blow. Now, take Russia. You take Russia. What about Russia? Well, Stalin's got one eye on the west and one eye on the east, and you know what that means. It means that he's cockeyed. I'll go along with that. But uh, what about Alaska? Alaska? Yes. My worthy colleague, Alaska don't need a canal. <laughs> Not nearly as bad as we do. After all, they have the Northwest Passage. Ah, oh, but suppose that clogs up? They still have the Chilkoot Pass. I think that answers the question what to do with the canal. Now the question is what to do with the answer. Perhaps we should have another question. I can see that Miss Tompkins like to live dangerously. Why, that's, uh, we are impressing Miss Tompkins. Uh, Miss Duffy, uh, read the next question. Uh-huh. Uh, the next question is submitted by Mr. R.J. of Cape Cod a fish scale scraper, and part-time hermit. <laughs> Mr. R.J. would like to know, what can we do with isolationism? Mm, isolationism, huh? Mr. Finnegan. I'd say we should stay out of it. <laughs> I object. I'll go along with that. Just a minute. I'm afraid that you people is ignoring the desperate crisis in the Crimea. Also, what about Tito being threatened by the Dardanelles? And uh, what about the oil situation in Iran? Well, what about it? The British are losing their plants. <laughs> uh, which points up the most pressing question of all. What's that? Is Russia about to go communist? Keen thinking, Arch. Spoken like a true Tory. Finnegan, you're talking like an idiot. I'll go along with that. Well, what do you think, Miss Tompkins? What's the matter, Miss Tompkins? Cat got your tongue? <laughs> Maybe we better try an easier question. Uh, give her an easy one, Miss Duffy. The next question was sent in by Bill and Jane, who are celebrating their first wedding anniversary and want to know if we'll play Mexicali Road. <laughs> Cut out the kidding, will you, and give us the next question. Okay, the next question. Which way will Yugoslavia go? Yugoslavia? They ain't got no place to go. They're all surrounded by Balkans. Yes, but how long will that condition prevail? In my estimation, that is horse and buggy thinking. Mostly buggy. I'll go along with that. Yugoslavia can only conquer the Balkans if they string along with Graustark and the high tariff crowd. If not, they might as well give the country back to Turkey. To what? You heard me, Turkey. T O I K E Y. Turkey. <laughs> Please, Miss Tompkins. Turkey Neck Tompkins, is it? Give me that gavel. Now take that. Ow! That! Ow! And so our forum comes.
comes to a friendly conclusion. Like all open forums. I'll go along with that. Dorothy's Tavern, transcribed on NBC, is produced by Edward F. Gardner and written by Larry Rhine. Thank <laughs> you.